You're listening to The Den Download, a podcast designed to help coaches and movement enthusiasts with tools and insights for building a strong body, a stronger mindset, and your strongest life. I'm your host, Allison Tenney, a strength and conditioning coach on this journey with you to have in-depth conversations of what it means to have an impact on and in the world around us. Let's dive in. What's up, team? Welcome to episode 16 of The Den Download, where today we're going to be diving into a topic that can be really difficult for a lot of people because it's about communication and having hard conversations. And I'm talking about hard conversations with people that we really care about and relationships that mean a lot to us. The more a relationship means to us, typically the harder the conversation is because we're risking disconnection with people that we care about deeply. And so today's episode, I wanna give you my two cents, how I approach these conversations and give you a bit of an outline of a script, a script that I follow, how I approach these conversations because believe it or not, I have had to have quite a few of them. One of the things I think is really, really important to be able to practice is a pause. And I think everybody has their own individual need for how long that pause actually is. For some people, because of the work they've done around themselves, understanding themselves, understanding their body, their central nervous system, the way they react, how they listen to different people, the way they listen to different people, they're able to take just a breath before diving into those conversations. I, on the other hand, am not one of those people, and you might not be either. Maybe we're just not evolved enough, or maybe we just need to practice a hell of a lot more. But my pause is at least 24 hours. Most of the time, it's like a week. Because I need a lot of time to figure out what is my shit. What's my shit that I'm really trying to figure out here? What's my triggers? What am I holding on to? What do I need to take responsibility for before dumping that onto whatever person I need to have this conversation with? And for me, that takes some time, at least a few days, to be able to figure those things out. And so give yourself the permission to take that pause, whether it's one breath, one day, an entire week or longer, because I guarantee you that pause will give you the clarity you need before heading into any hard conversation. You owe it to yourself, to the relationship, and to the person you're about to have that conversation with to be clear and kind. And until you gain clarity and can get to a place where you can be both clear and hopefully somewhat kind, I don't think you should be diving into any type of hard conversation. There's a quote that goes, between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and freedom. And I think it's Viktor Frankl, but I'm not exactly sure 
who that quote is actually attributed to. But I love this quote because it's exactly what we're talking about before entering these hard conversations. It's understanding that that stimulus, whatever has activated you, has thrown you off, you need to pause before offering a response. And so I love this idea of the pause, and that does take a lot of practice. We talk a lot about capacity, building capacity on this podcast, and I love these conversations because building capacity can be done in so many different ways. We build capacity in strength and conditioning, of course, but that translates directly into your life. Building capacity to be able to pause because it's very uncomfortable. I don't know about you all, but I freaking hate conflict. Like conflict averse. I'm not sure there is somebody out there that's like, woohoo, conflict. I love it. Bring it on. Like you're probably not listening to this podcast if you're like all in on conflict. I freaking hate it and want to run away and hide when there is conflict. Because being in conflict is uncomfortable. And humans like to be comfortable. I want to be cozy on my couch, snuggled up with my puppy. I do not want to deal with uncomfortable conversations. Thank you very much. All jokes aside, it does take a certain amount of capacity to stay in that pause, to build capacity to be able to hold uncomfortable feelings and decipher what is your responsibility, what are your triggers, what is your story versus what is not yours to hold. So one of the first considerations I ask myself before entering these conversations is, is it worth it? Is it worth it to me to be vulnerable, to have this conversation? Who is this person to me in my life? How important is this relationship to me? And what would I be risking of not having this conversation? Because look, the stories in our head can really get away from us. You make up confrontation. What are they going to say? How am I going to respond? And you go through the whole story in your head, the whole conversation. And before you know it, you're activated and worked up again. So instead of trying to win and to be right, get really clear about what you want from this conversation. Because look, the thing is, you don't have to have it. You can simply walk away. You don't have to have hard, vulnerable conversations with this person in your life. It's not a requirement, but you will have to live with those repercussions. And so to me, I have to ask myself, what do I want from this conversation? Who is this person to me in my life? What am I risking if I don't have the conversation? Because sometimes, The best thing is to walk away, is to cut ties. I think too often we define ourselves by being able to hold on to these friendships, these relationships, because we're loyal, because we're good people, because people like us, goddammit. Sometimes we've just got to let go of that. You're allowed to change, you're allowed to grow, and not everybody grows at the same rate or stays with you all the time. And there's something really beautiful about being able to release certain relationships 
because you just haven't grown together. That's also okay. So once I've decided that yes, this conversation needs to happen, and once I've taken enough time, enough of a pause to really look at what is my responsibility, how have I been hurt, what feelings are going on, and I really pick those apart, pull on those threads and look at it, then what I do next is I write down some notes. I actually do a lot of journaling and a lot of processing before approaching the conversation. I'm not just picking up the phone and and slamming someone on the other end. Very thoughtful before that conversation happens. So I write down notes. And then what I do is actually text that person. I text them or I give them a quick heads up because I don't know about you, but hate being blindsided by stuff. And I really want to open up a space for a conversation to happen. Not me just dumping or for the other person to get defensive, but to make sure that there is time and space and reciprocal energy for that person. Because if you're willing to have this conversation, I'm willing to bet that this person cares about you too. So for me, it's usually a quick text. Hey, how are you? I'm thinking about you. I know I've been a little distant lately, but I would really love to schedule a time to chat about something that's been on my mind. Would you have some time and space tomorrow to connect? And I leave it to them to find a good time to connect. Making sure that that time and space is there for both of you is important because catching people off guard can put them on guard. And you don't want to enter into a hard conversation with somebody that doesn't have enough time or their mind is elsewhere. So once I've scheduled the time with them and I've got my notes written down, now it's time for the conversation. And usually I like to open with just clearing the space, letting them know that this is hard for me, that I'm gonna stumble and fumble my way through it, and that I hope that they can just listen for a few minutes. So for me, it might sound something like this. Hey friend, thank you so much for taking the time to really speak with me today. I know things might not be great between us, but I'm really looking forward to this conversation. And I'm going to ask that you just give me a few minutes to fumble through this. I've been sorting out my feelings and really want to share with you and really want to hear your perspective and your opinion because you mean a lot to me. And I want to see where we can take this conversation. But I'm going to need the first few minutes to just fumble through. And when I'm done, I'll let you know. Does that sound okay? Now you've opened up that space for the two of you to actually listen to one another. And listening is also a skill. It's a skill that most of us do not practice and we are not good at. And so by prompting this conversation with your own feelings, your own vulnerability, you're allowing this person who, again, I'm assuming is important to you, you're giving them the opportunity and the space to listen to you from a place of compassion, of love, of understanding. And that opens a much different conversation than putting somebody on the defensive right off the bat. 
Now, the rest of the conversation I can't really give you a script for. There is no script for the specific relationships and people that you have in your life. But I have always found that this type of framework, having the pause, making sure I'm clear about my responsibility and taking responsibility, an apology if that's necessary, all of those things can make a huge impact and a huge difference in the connection that you actually want to have with the people in your life. And here's the other thing, that if you don't have this conversation and you leave things the way they are, you will create a crack in that foundation, in that friendship foundation, in that partner, in whatever relationship will be cracked. And the thing is, if you have this conversation, there's an opportunity for repair. And if you don't offer that person the opportunity to repair it, then you're taking that choice away from them. You're taking away their opportunity to repair that with you. And so to me, these types of conversations are actually a gift. They're a gift for you. They're a gift for the person you're having the conversation with and they can create such a deeper sense of community and closeness for both of you. Otherwise, you've made that decision for the both of you. And believe me, I get it. Sometimes that's the right decision. You need to walk away. You need to pivot the relationship. It's time to close that chapter. And other times, the connection can still be there. It just needs to look a little different. And so I encourage you today, if you need to have a hard conversation, use this framework, find a friend that you can maybe even practice on and get some perspective. But I promise you, either way, you will have your answer of how to move forward instead of staying up in your head about all of it. Have the hard conversation and know that this is always a space where you can practice the pause, build the capacity, and deepen your relationships. Till next time, team. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Den Download. Please be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss any of our conversations. If you appreciate the show, hop on over to iTunes and give us some stars. For more tips and notes from the show, check out allisontennyfitness.com and make sure to follow and come say hi over on the gram at Allison Tenney. Talk to you next week.